Hello. Well, I've gone through a series of documents and I'm going to dedicate this recording to a series of documents that I'll be sharing with you soon. However, I'm just sharing with you a short summary of it. And this was all, all the information was provided by the medic, spelt M-E-D-E-C-C dot org. If you want to have a look at it on the internet and it looks, it comes down to the Mediterranean experts on climate and environmental change. So contrary to common belief, the actual science on climate and environmental change, environmental change in the Mediterranean started only in 2015 as um, one dedicated entity. It reunited over 85 scientists and 20 countries. And this actually led to the first report. That's right, the very first report that was issued not that long ago on the impact of climate and environmental change in the region of the Mediterranean. Uh, it's quite scary. You would think that there's been more tracking of this and so forth, but that's all information that has been drawn in the last few years, which means that it's been monitoring and tracking a current acceleration higher than it has been in years, decades, centuries. There you are. So here is what they came to conclude. Tragically, actually. What they came to conclude is temperatures, and this is on the assumption that we keep heading the same way that we're heading now, um, emission-wise and so forth, and we come to the point of no return of 2.2 degrees Celsius by 2040. That has also consequences of sea level rises of over one meter by 2100. Now that's in 80 years, 79 in a few days. But that change, which seems, you know, dreadful, has the implication of one third of coastal population being affected. That's right. So you look at the Mediterranean basin and you think one third of all the coastal population is challenged in some way or another. Now you would think, well, 79 years, we have time to arrange this. Well, actually, you know, there are traces of it now. And in case, you know, one thinks that it's just an inconvenience with floods here and then, it actually means depletion of soils, contamination of soils, and affects effectively, um, within 20 years of now, we're going to have about 15% less fresh water. That's right. The water which you drink, there's going to be 15%. Now, depending on where you are, you'll be less affected. But in other parts, that means water rationing is going to be a problem. And we can see, and just in 20 years, 250 million people will be what we call water poor. That's right. So not long ago, Cape Town was in the news for water rationing. Uh, it would be nice if they shared how much fun that was. I don't think anyone saw it as fun. The other effects are going to be the water acidification, a very serious matter, as you will have mass deaths of marine species. So you were complaining about fishing. Well, you're not going to have much to complain about. 
And the other thing is right now we have the issue with COVID. Well, human health is going to be seriously challenged because as you will imagine, with higher emissions, whoever has small issues of asthma and so forth, we're going to have all kinds of other epidemies rushing around. And the economic prosperity, depending on who you are, you'll be totally unaffected by it. But just right now, simply with COVID, and as, as tragic as it is, it's small in the larger realm of things. We have very wealthy cities around the world with a real increase of poverty. So it gives very little hope to countries who do not have the initial wealth to start with. That's the doom side. Now, the good side is that this is what we are aware of will happen if we don't act in the next 10 years radically to meet each and every challenge. And this would require what we need to do is actually listen to the scientists giving us very clear explanations on what to do to prevent this grim reality from happening. Whoa, that is quite an intense uh, reality. And keep in mind, when people talk 2030, they'll talk to you about the Sustainable Development Goals. That is the global solution on how to approach this to try, and I do say try because there are always new elements coming up, to try and meet solutions so that we as a species can keep living on this planet. This is not about protecting nature. Nature does a great job at taking care of itself. The question is, will we be able to survive on it? Because as Attenborough in his uh, fantastic documentary, uh, Life on the Planet, My Life on the Planet, uh, shares, there's a lot of people on this planet right now. And one will expect not only water shortages, but food shortages. And we cannot just keep living like we keep dominating because there's, we're out of space. Soon we'll be out of water and we'll be out of food if we keep going this same way. So we just need to take all of these different issues into account if we wish to be able to keep living on this planet and see the new generations enjoy it as much as we do. Until the next recording, thank you very much. And if you want further information on this, please just go to medec.org and look up the actual report, which I'm thinking of actually sharing in another recording. but. In case I take a while to do so, feel free to go uh, and uh, have a look, medec.org, and you will find this um, report called the First Mediterranean Assessment Report. Thank you very much. Until the next recording.